Welcome to the Silver Screen Project, where we look back at a series of films in anticipation of an exciting new cinema release. We're now hyping up to see Matt Reeves' The Batman. Last time around we watched Batman Begins. So this time we're going to look at The Dark Knight. That's right. The uh, kind of, what is it, seminal superhero film in a lot yeah, of ways. Yeah, a lot of people's favourite superhero film. Yeah. Um, what do you think of The Dark Knight? Sam? I think it was very good. It is very good, isn't it? It was like, very good. Controversially, hot take, yeah. The Dark Knight's good. I think one of the things you notice from the start, and we can talk about the opening scene uh, in a moment, but the kind of adrenaline pumping action kind of goes throughout and the yeah. the change in score from Hans Zimmer is is much more kind of it's more what we know him as now kind of thing yes like this in inception it's very kind of i don't know what you call it like metronomic like drumming kind of and just like a constant like high pitch sound kind of thing which it starts with in the opening yeah. scene I do think like a negative it's almost too influential like there was a lot of copycat films trying to yeah. ape the tone after Which this. Which kind of built on the first one as well. We mentioned last time around yeah. that it's like gritty superhero film and then they're yeah. like, oh yeah, gritty superhero films, that's the way to go. They almost take it even further in this one, which everyone else kind of uses that formula yeah. from here on, at least until kind of the MCU kind of finds its stride and then that's the yeah. new template to use after this. Yeah, definitely. We mentioned off the cuff, the yeah. opening scene is yeah. brilliant. It's one of like the all-time great iconic opening Absolutely, scenes. Absolutely, yeah. yeah. Like it's it is just brilliant. It's really great because you you kind of have no idea what's going on. It is a cold open, effectively. Yeah. Um, but you, you it's there's a it's very clever storytelling, and you can kind of pick up what's going on as it goes. And rewatching it back, you see much more. And it, it introduces it. the character that everybody knows, but in a way, you're like. Oh yeah, it's yeah. the Joker. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like it's and it's also like he's already the Joker. It's not like a build up. Yeah. He's already established as the Joker. Because we, we had m- the tease at the end of the last yeah. film that we mentioned, um, and then his full entrance when he has he comes into the meeting of the crime bosses is again like a standout moment iconic it's, scene you see all the mannerisms, all his. He's even doing like bad jokes, which yeah. like even he's because it's very like he's he's not a jokes the joker if that makes sense yeah um but it's but all funny sort of yeah thing. he's yeah. funny to us and like, it's, how do i make the pencil disappear is, yeah is the a pencil joke. trick is fantastic quite often people when they talk about the film the stand-up point is the joker and he yeah. ledger's performance yeah there's not too much to say he is brilliant yeah obviously it's been spoken about a million times that people were unsure about the casting because he's, yeah. he's the cowboy from Brokeback Mountain. Yeah, or from, what is it, 10 Things I Hate About yeah. You? Yeah. Um, or A Knight's Tale, I think, as yeah. well. <laughs> it's Obviously, it's sad. It's his last film. Yeah. But also because I would like to have seen him expand even more yeah. past like the rom-com actor because we now see, holy shit, this guy can act. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, even as this character, it, it does feel... It's one of my kind of, I would say, negatives, but they're not really negatives, um, which I might as well mention now, is it's such a shame that we didn't get to see more of this character. Yeah. Even the way it ends with him when he's captured. And it's like, he even says, this is the start of like an ongoing journey between yeah. us. And it's like, it's, but it's not. And it's, it's so, it's so bittersweet. bittersweet. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, yeah. But it's it's funny how like before, a lot of people were reluctant to take on the role because Jack Nicholson mm. was so iconic. Yeah. And Cesar Romero yeah. in the classic. But Heath Ledger's Joker is completely different from what we've seen on screen. 
but is now the seminal Joker. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Like when Jared Leto yeah, I was, was gonna it, say, people like, very oh, much... he's, he's not anything like that. But he's doing a version of this, isn't he, really? Yeah, you I know? feel like had the Dark Knight films not happened, Jared Leto's Joker may have been better received. Yeah, but then would he have done the same thing without Heath Ledger's? Yeah. It's, it's one of those questions, really. But um, yeah, generally the Joker is is fantastic. Like the party scene, why so serious? The tryouts yeah. part, I remember being so tense when yeah. I first watched it. Even like when he's standing in the road as Batman's hurtling towards him on the yeah, bike yeah. and then jumps off the last second. All the like agent of chaos. It's the whole force. like he, he yeah. genuinely doesn't care if he lives or dies. He's just going along for the yeah, ride. It's really, really, um, really, really like enthralling. Like you just yeah. can't help but be like encapsulated. On the joke, there. one thing that always does kind of make me laugh is that, as you say, he's this agent of chaos. But his plan that unravels in this film He's extremely complex yeah. <laughs> and deeply planned out yeah, that kind yeah. of goes against what you see what the character's meant to be. But yeah. <laughs> actually, it's a very convoluted plan. But it's interesting how they've made a conscious decision to make a lot of it mysterious. So we don't ever see the planning. Yeah. We don't ever see anything from his side of things. Whereas yeah. with someone like Jared Leto later, we see a lot of him on his own, yeah. which is, is a valid you know, interpretation. It's interesting yeah. to see the villain their process and that but with this it's very much we see the actions rather than the preparation to the character it really does even the origin is so people have speculated oh he was a soldier and stuff but it's it's so unclear and it's intentionally that way it's great and then we've also got two-faced yeah and the main thing i take from that it harvey dent as a character before two-faced yeah is brilliant really good like he plays it so well of like actually this really confident lawyer who can do the dark stuff if he needs to, but yeah. actually has a proper good morals yeah, and like yeah. is all about justice. I think all the stuff with him and Bruce Wayne, they're yeah, very they like have... they're very competitive, especially when it comes to Rachel. Yeah. Um and they have the dinner scene which really convinces yeah, Bruce that it. actually this guy is is the guy yeah, that yeah. Gotham needs. And I do love the the court scene where he like he gets the, like the entire mob yeah. in the court and it's so ridiculous. But it's like <laughs> It's just kind of him making a statement, being like, yeah, yeah, this is it. Well, something <laughs> I noticed on this rewatch is how much they hinge on if anything is brought up with Harvey as being a negative, they'll be freed onto the streets. And that's why there's so much pressure on Batman taking the rap at the end. Yeah. And I didn't really, I don't think I really appreciated it as much in previous yeah. watching. But I think for the most part, Harvey is everything that the public thinks yeah. he is. I do think his turn is a little bit kind of rushed. I understand the parts where he's avenging Rachel and stuff. Yeah. But I feel like because there's a lot in this film and it's, it's not, it's they what, could have two done hours, a bit 40, more on the Rachel side of stuff. To yeah. Make it a bit yeah. More believable. And that's probably my only real negative with him. I think that there's a lot of stuff with moral choices. There's a lot of twos in this, which plays well into the two face yeah. stuff. Even, you know, there's the Rachel and Harvey with the bombs, which yeah. we can talk about in a bit. Um, there's the the ferries the, at the, the end. And then obviously there's Two-Face himself doing lots and of... And like his coin, coin the and flip. stuff. Yeah. yeah. Thematically, yeah. it works very well. Yes, it does. The, the boat scene. The boat scene is quite contrived if you think about it yeah but i i do still like it and the moment when like the prisoner eventually grabs the death yeah, and throws yeah, it out of the window yeah. you're just like fuck yeah <laughs> because you you genuinely don't know what he's going to yeah, do yeah, yeah. and everyone's panicked it really creates a sense of like yeah panic. and it's a good kind of social experiment kind of thing you, t- you hear about like yeah. 
Stanford prison experiment, stuff like that. It's like the Joker doing like a life or death experiment to try and show that people are morally corrupt, but it doesn't work out kind of yeah. thing. It's, it's, it's almost that scene works about Batman. It's in an iconic Batman yeah, film, but yeah. all that kind of stuff around it isn't really to do with Batman. It's a social experiment, as you said. Mm. Um, one thing that, that stood out to me that I always love, which isn't directly involved in the plot, right. is when the guy who works for Wayne Industries goes to Lucius Fox and is like, I know right, Bruce Wayne's okay, Batman. Yeah. And it's just when Lucius Fox is like, <laughs> Wait, you're telling me... He's the most powerful man in the world. He's the most powerful <laughs> man in the world. He's secretly at night beating people up. And you're planning to blackmail this man? Yeah. <laughs> See, I, so I like good. that because it, it's a good way of highlighting... There's a term for it. Highlighting a plot point and showing that there is a way around it. Because yeah. from the first one, you could go, right, all this Wayne tech is out there now. Someone's got to make the link. But it's like... But why, someone does but why would they like yeah. be able to take it any further like it's literally just a side point and there would have been people be like oh people would figure out that Bruce Wayne is Batman it's like yeah here's why that's not a thing I saw a thing that I don't know if it's a legitimate thing from Christopher Nolan or from screenwriters but his name is Mr. Reese and it's supposed to be like mysteries like a bit <laughs> of like a illusion like to like Riddler. yeah yeah apparently that's kind of where it's going there like he's their version of it even though he's just like this weird sniveling guy he could have become the red line yeah Let's see that mr east <laughs> and i think like last time we talked about gary oldman gary oldman's again good at this yeah like his fake death is genuinely believable yeah, at the time it's it like a hero well. sacrifice and then when he comes back and it's like Fuck yeah, yeah, Commissioner Gordon. And now he's Commissioner Gordon. It's good to see them working together almost straight yeah. from the start, which is good because it ended with the bat signal with him giving them the Joker yeah. card from the previous one. I like, well, everyone knows the some men just want to watch the world burn monologue from yes. Michael Caine, but it's fantastic. Stands up really well. And and the other Commissioner Gordon's like yeah he's the hero Gotham deserves. I think but he's that's not the one a he bit. Needs right now. I still love. That. I think it's a bit ranty and it goes on. It's a bit up and down. It is, it's... and it's it's narrated like over a scene of Batman getting away, but like yeah. it's still it's still <laughs> it's still fun. And the fact that people can still quote that today, yeah, like what even 13, in like a, even a later. slight paraphrasing of it, probably. Yeah, Scarecrow makes a cameo at the start. Yeah, he does. I was gonna say um. He was the first, Killian Murphy was the first actor to reprise a villain in multiple, yeah, ba- which yeah. kind of surprises me. Obviously, Cesar Romero would have been in the TV show and the films. Yeah. But, but there was only two the, films. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And he comes back again in the third one. He does. Which yeah. we'll get to next time. I think it's nice to see some continuity and see that the, it, the world carries on. It builds a of the universe films. a bit instead yeah. of having it just stand Which alone. is another thing with the whole. Heath Ledger not being able to come back it it feels like the universe is kind of stilted a little bit to me yeah I know part of that's because of the dent action because Batman for eight years or whatever is out of action it works they've written around it but it would have been nice to skip ahead and see maybe there were some villains we didn't see on screen and, and the, the yeah. scarecrow is the way of doing that without having to yeah. commit to it one thing that so we were like what 14 when this came out um, yeah I remember this being the first time I ever noticed a film doing something specifically for the Chinese market. Right, okay, in that yeah. This is the first the time Kong, yeah. Batman ever leaves Gotham in any of the films. Yeah, I really like that. I think it's really I, I think, think it's, it's really fun, good. but I remember seeing it at the time being like, oh, he's going to Hong Kong because this film is going to get released in China <laughs> and they want it to do well. Which is the only reason that scene really happens. Like, he could have stayed in America and they got him. Yeah, but, yeah, yeah. Uh, but it is fun. It's almost like the start 
uh, what James Bond film is it where they're like in the skyscraper and it's all the the glass panels and mirrors yeah, and stuff. Yeah. It's similar to one that. Of, one, of, yeah, one of the latest ones, yeah. Um, but it's it's a fun scene, but I do like it's it really just fun. stuck with me being like, oh yeah, <laughs> this is China, isn't it? <laughs> yeah. We uh, mentioned earlier the, uh, well, it's the interrogation scene with Joker and Batman, which is now iconic. Yeah, it's very Which good. leads then into the double bomb scenario with Rachel, uh, with uh, Harvey, um, and he has to make the choice. And obviously we know that he goes to what he thinks is Rachel and it's actually Harvey. It's all been very well planned. Doesn't he go um, to Harvey intentionally? No, no. He thinks he's going oh, to Rachel, but they've swapped it round. Right. And I, I realized watching it again, it's because in the party scene, he sees that he leaps after Rachel and right. he ignores the Joker, doesn't yeah. arrest him and instead does that. So he's, he's, you know, as you say, it's very well planned. Um, it's very yeah. intense. I think that scene. I think it's probably one of the yeah. most shocking scenes throughout. I think this this film has got several climaxes. Yeah, where usually it build up to one thing, but like that, yeah, the bow, and then like the actual and bit where he captures him at the end. Yeah, kind and of then thing. even the two face stuff. And the two face well, stuff, yeah. like it's got multiple climax, but you don't notice it. It's one of those. Yeah, like Christopher Nolan has certain things that he does that like usually you'd criticize, but he does it so well yeah. that you like, I his think... films are known for like over the top exposition that goes on for a while. Yeah. But you don't notice in a lot of, a lot of his films, he does it well. I do think on previous watches, I think I felt it kind of loses its focus a little bit towards the end, Yeah, but I don't think it's, it's too much. It's just, yeah, it, it kind of, it loses its focus. I don't know how else to say it really. But... Yeah. See, I, like, consider we've now watched the first two of this. Yeah. I'm still not sure if I rate this higher than Batman Begins. I I think because it gets a bit convoluted and loses. Yeah. I think Batman Begins is almost flawless yeah, as an origin. I think film. the tone is quite drastically different. I think yeah. this is much more kind of gritty, less fantastical. We don't have any of the League of Shadows stuff. Even we mentioned last week the Narrows, which is the very kind of yeah. characteristic, uh, caricature kind of cartoony slums of Gotham. There's none of that in this. Yeah. It's very grounded. A couple of things that I didn't particularly like. The <laughs> Batman and Rachel falling on the car doesn't make any sense still. He yeah. doesn't put his cape out. He's fine. Yeah. Doesn't ma- I, I don't know what's supposed to have happened there. Um, the fingerprint, the fingerprint gun thing, still doesn't make any sense to me. Oh uh, yeah, like, I've tried to understand that, and I'm sure if it, I watched the video, it doesn't make sense. It, it, like there's, it is a, a flaw because yeah. various people have done like essays. <laughs> I'm about sure I was going to look into it, but I thought I'm either going to understand it or I'm not. But to the to the viewing public, as I felt I was watching it, it didn't make sense to me. Well, the, the thing is, like, fundamentally, it's ignoring the shell of the bullet. Like, yeah. There wouldn't be a fingerprint on the bullet no, that he's recreating. That's very true, yeah. Um, the but, yeah. underground bat base is fine, but it, I kind of miss having the proper bat cave. Yeah. It makes sense, I suppose, he's closer to the action, but it seems, it seems like a strange choice. It seems like like a limitation on the filming rather than... Yeah, just think, like, just just do the back... And they made the Batcave for the first yeah. film. They literally made yeah, the entire set. it was on a big set, set, wasn't it? Because the thing is, he's not even coming from his penthouse straight to it. He has yeah. to drive to this building to site. like the docks or something. Yeah, it's a bit strange. The the suit, what do you reckon about the new suit? I don't notice suits. That. Yeah, I liked it. I like yeah. it. It still has... 
the classic Batman thing that comes up constantly that he can't really turn his neck. Well, they they make the adjustment with this Which one. Which this able to one, see. yeah, does better. I don't like the head. I think it's too thin. I think Christian Bale's got quite a slim head, and you he can does. you can notice that more. And in, in the Batman Begins, it's much more of a thick neck kind of look yeah and he was bulkier in that film anyway yeah he was he didn't have to do as as much training as he did for this one um but yeah have you got any trivia bits yeah i mean one was to do with the amount of uh money this made i don't know if you saw anything yeah about no that's that. the same thing i noted that on yeah the first... the first comic book movie to make a billion dollars yeah which is kind of mental as that's like happens two or three times a year these that's days right. yeah and it made more money than batman begins in entire domestic run in the first six days of release wow. so the hype was like truly real you could this. say this is the film that kicked off superhero films being like dominating the market yeah totally because like, the mcu Batman started begins, the same year yeah this but... was the same year as iron man which kicked off the mcu you could say between the two of them they kicked off the superhero dominance of modern cinema yeah yeah but this was just a huge factor in that yeah um but yeah overall it's it's good so I'll ask you the question. <laughs> Does this make you more hyped for Matt Reeves as the Batman? Proj yeah. yes or proj no? Proj yes, absolutely. Yeah, proj yeah. Yes. Like, I think it'd be hard to make me less hyped, to I be know, honest. It's just like the more Batman stuff I see, <laughs> the more I get excited for I it. I think with if we're doing a longer series, we might get fatigue and go, oh, I'm really not looking forward to, yeah. I don't know, insert long franchise here. <laughs> or maybe Fantastic Beasts if we end up doing <laughs> oh, that. Oh, God. Yeah. But, but generally, um, yeah, yeah. Yeah. It helps that we're watching some brilliant films. And yeah, I'm really looking forward to the Batman. And I'm quite looking forward to looking at the Dark Knight Rises. Yeah, I haven't watched it too much, so I'm excited to revisit that. Yeah. But I think that's all I've really got to say about the Dark Knight. Yeah. Well, uh, thank you for tuning in. We'll see you next week for the Dark Knight Rises. Yes. See you next week. Bye. Project. Project. Project.